International Poznań. Ragazzo z Internazionali de Poznań, the greatest radio show in all of Poland and Italy. Uh, can you agree, Angie? For sure. Uh, Angie here is an entrepreneur, a friend, uh, and a former roommate of mine. I'm pl- uh, it's, it's, it's an incredible pleasure to have you here on the show. Uh, a very exciting show in which we discuss the ins and outs of Italy. The food, the wine, the digestions, the hand gestures, la musica, but also organizzazione, organizing. Organization, work and lifestyle balance. Uh businesses. Yeah, we're, we're tackling it all today. I mean, I have no idea how it's possible, but in 49 minutes, we're about to describe all of Italy from business to pleasure. It's going to be an incredible show. I'm very excited. Let's get this show on the road with this particular song. Now, this one is brought by you. It is number one in Italy. I know that the artist is Ed Sheeran, but I wrote down some very obscure title. I'm going to try it now. I'm going to see if this is correct. This is After Glove. After glow. After glow. That's good. That's even. I was close. Even better, yeah. I was so close. I actually thought it was after glow for a sec, but I thought, no, I'm gonna let my judgment uh, mislead you. Yes, yes. Uh, and choice. boy, did it mislead me today. <laughs> All right. Well, this is this is after glow uh, number one in Italy, uh, along with our show. So let's get this thing started. You're listening to 102.7 International Poznan here on MC Radio with Maximilian and... And Angie. Buonanotte and buongiorno. Let's do this. Buongiorno, buonanotte. Oh, I love it. <laughs> you should see the way the light dances up your head A million colors of hazel, golden and red Saturday morning is fading Reflected by the coffee in your hand My eyes are caught in your gaze all over again We were love drunk waiting on a miracle Trying to find ourselves in the winter snow So alone in love like the world had
Buongiorno everybody, this is International Poznań, Poznań Internationale, uh, the greatest radio show in the history of Poland and Poznań, and I think Italy, and my my guest here, uh, mój gość, Angela, from Italy, uh, will agree. Do you agree, Angie? I always agree with you, Max. In order for us to have an authentic show, uh, you have to disagree with me. I mean, yeah, I was just saying that to be nice, but I will make sure to do that for sure. Good, because uh, it is a quality uh, of Italy that I very much love to make fun of, that Italians uh, don't always agree with each other. Italians love to argue a little bit. We do love that. Uh, do you think we're going to be arguing in today's show or uh, agreeing with one another? Uh, time will tell. Let's get started and see how it goes. Uh, we've already started. We're already into the the meat, uh, the prosciutto uh, of of the conversation. Um, Angie, maybe just to get us our, our audience started off, maybe a little bit about how, how do we know each other? All right, so um, I happen to um, found this, like, find this vacancy uh, in Shanghai for an apartment for the summer. It was my first time there, and it was in a Facebook group, and I just like, I saw it, it was super convenient, I like messaged the girl back, and boom, Max is my roommate. I walk in, see him at a table working, and that was it. That was the beginning of, uh, I don't know how many years it's been, it's probably a six years long friendship. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're looking at five or six years. Um, yeah. Yeah, in that, in that small apartment with like various cats, uh, there was a rabbit, uh, I think a hamster at some point as well. There was definitely like never food. There were there were always animals, and we're not just talking about the people. We're talking about actual animals, uh, and yes, there was there was never any food uh, in this place. Uh, but we've we've grown up since then. We, we've uh, we we've left Shanghai. We live in our respective corners of the world. Ja mieszkam tutaj w Poznaniu. Prowadzę najlepszy program. I'm here hosting one of the greatest shows in the history of Poland. You uh, have moved back to Italy, uh, and you're something of an entrepreneur extraordinaire. I was actually debating on changing like uh, my qualification on Instagram to entrepreneur today. Uh, but yes, let's say that um, after I uh, moved back to Italy, um, I decided that like I really wanted to do something for myself. So in 2018, I started my first business, and now we're like. With Pink Pepper launching, launching our third, just launched. So, yeah, I guess I am a little bit of an entrepreneur. So, so it is happening there, and I, um, I guess in today's show we're going to have to be challenging everything. Like I'm talking about, uh, you know, making a business in Italy, uh, making, uh, you know, arguing with people, uh, getting things done, how to relax, uh, pretty much all sorts. Yep. So. Um... Uh, I guess if you want to talk about like how like to start, uh, I guess I can have like a little throwback on like how the idea began of like wanting to work on myself. I reckon. I reckon. Is that is that you know to to be able to start your own business, uh, you've yeah. got you got to be brave. You do. Uh, in a way, also a little reckless because like back when I started, I didn't really understand what it took. Uh, it came with time and a lot of learning in the process, but like it just started with uh, making a lot of connections back in Shanghai and uh, ending up, you know, like landing the right 
uh, friends, the right connections, and then like uh, sort of asked me for advice, and they were like coming to me for like, uh, what do you think I should do about like this brand? How do I like, you know, access this market? How do I do that? And I was like, oh, uh, that could be my job. So then I started like doing some research, uh, slowly started like building a website, finding some like trusted people to work with, and then it just started like uh, coming together a little, little by little, and uh, yeah, now we're here. You you you're here you're here and you're you're uh, broadcasting from from your apartment uh, in in the business capital of Italy, uh, Milan. Yes, I am. Uh, also no, known for for a very insane lifestyle. Uh, lots of coffee. Too much coffee. Definitely too much coffee. Uh, there's normally a lot more going on in a normal like. Uh, scenario but like uh yeah there's still like a lot of movement it's still pretty dynamic yeah for sure i'm seeing um right now you told me that the fundamentals of having of living you just need a plant a radiator and a kitchen kitchen and um a little bit of wine that's it that's all you need all right all right i want to get more into uh, the gastronomy of italy because my God, I am obsessed with Italian food and Italian lifestyles. And actually, but I want to get a little bit deeper uh, what Italians do to relax. But we've got to get to the music because here on International Poznang, we play the best music from around the world. Cały świat kocha naszą muzykę. I właśnie dzisiaj nasz guest DJ to jest Angela. Angela, Angie, tell me, you have a song here by a man named Kanye. He's not Italian. He's American. He is not. Uh, he is American. He is pretty famous. And um, I chose a song because it's like what I play when I'm in the car, go into a meeting, and I just need a little bit of like energy on a slow morning. And that just always works. Oh, okay. I know. I know what you're talking about exactly. This is the hype up song. Mm-hmm. This is the it song. Is. This is the song to get things, the ideas moving, the motivation pumping. The lipstick on. Yeah. The lipstick on. All right. Lipstick on, everybody. Pomatka Zawożona. Suhame Kanye West. You're listening to 102.7 International Poznan here with Maximilian and Angie. See you soon. International Poznan, our city's only radio show in English. International Poznan.
This is International Pozang here with Maximilian and... Angie. Angie from Italy, from the center of Italy, the center of the action, discussing with us what it means to be an Italian um, entrepreneur. Uh, right now, what I'm really, 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 really interested in is why, um, you know, why, why is it so intense? Why, why, why are Italians such passionate people? Um, I don't really have a straight answer to that, uh, but I think that we are uh, very um, used to like being around people. Like huge gatherings are normal. You have to be the loudest one. Big families, uh, arguments. You know, the argument like arguing is the Italian word for love. Like, I argue with my parents, and I argue with my sister, and that's the way we show affection. Right, interazione. In a non-toxic way, yeah, interazione. And it's, it's, I mean, is this, when you see people, uh, you know, talking with their hands in the streets? Uh, older men tend to do that a lot, um, and I guess I do too sometimes when I speak Italian. Um, it is just... Part of it, you know, you could have a whole conversation with someone just like with your hands, like from very far. You just go like with hand gestures, and they know what you mean. Are that like unique? In in uh, I think in Poland, it's it's a little bit of the case. Uh, some people do, but some people don't. Um, I use ha- I use hand gestures when I speak. But but everyone's specific in their hand gestures, right? Not everyone's the same. Uh, question is. Is there a like are there universal hand gestures or is this kind of like oh that old man is very different to that old man's hand gestures? Um, so one thing, uh, like putting your hand like fingers together and going like what like that, nobody like few people do that. I have noticed that like a lot of people do like put their hands together like in a praying position and go like what. Aha, uh-huh. but that's yeah. kind of like a, you've got to explain this to me, like, I am not understanding you, like, that's kind of what, that's uh, what that means I mean, to like, me. Yeah, that's what it means, like, what are you talking about? You would just shake your palms or like that. So shaking your palms, uh, holding them like a prayer, uh, you're you're asking for an explanation. What if what if I'm what if I'm I mean, this is this is the stereotypical moment to use your hand gestures uh, in traffic uh, when you're driving. Uh, you would just put like one of your hands like straight forward and just shake it up and down and just be like, what? Uh, oh, is that for the person that turns the, in the wrong direction? Yeah, for the ones that use like no blinkers, for the one that pass you on the wrong side, for scooters cutting you off, it's for everybody. Is there a friendly hand gesture? One that kind of like reminds someone to put their lights on or something? Like one that doesn't evoke uh, anger? Like a different, no. no. We do not have such things. No. They're, they're all aggressive, like they're all yes. confrontational. I mean, they, they start from like extreme emotions. Like, you know, when you feel like it's something so extreme, you gotta use your whole body to communicate that emotion. So it, it's either something extremely good and joy or it's anger. Okay, because I'm, uh, I do, I am a, an exception. Uh, I am, I've just learned to drive uh, about seven months ago. I got my license, I'm driving, I'm on the road. Uh, I'll meet you there. Uh, but I've, um, I, as, I, as I'm driving on the road, people, people get very impatient on, on, in their cars. Uh, 
and I know that I'm driving a weapon, basically. Uh, so I'm I, I got to keep my cool because if I lose my cool, I, I don't want something to happen. It's a beautiful car. It's a Fiat. 500. Oh, that makes me so happy. That is so Italian. It's, it's going to be able to be the Italian person in this conversation. Oh, I, I think, I think I might be. Um, and again, like I'm, I'm also, um, I get emotional, but I'm not that emotional behind the car when I'm driving and someone say is passing around me. I have a phrase, a mantra that I keep repeating to myself. Uh, and I keep saying, it's not a race guys. You're going to get there on time. It's not a race. Um, and I don't, I don't end up using hand gestures. I think I've used, like, I've thanked someone, actually. I've kind of gone, I've raised my hand like a wave. So, I mean, you're supposed to do that when people, like, pass, or people are nice to you, you're supposed to do that, you know? Well, like, at all times. Well, I combine the hand gesture to make it as, as uh, I add more dimension to it. So I do raise my eyebrows, and I tilt my head back, kind of like, ah, you're my friend. <laughs> uh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Uh, I don't know if I do anything like that. I just take it for granted. I mean, I live in Milan. Uh, there's no much time for like uh, kindness when you're trying to get somewhere, you know. Uh, also, the way you drive changes like um, throughout the country. You know, the way you drive Ooh. in the south is the same as the way you drive in the north, um, and that's a whole experience. Right, because uh, Milan, north of the country, so that's the economic heart. Uh, yeah. That's that's where all that's where all the dineros uh, are made. Um, soldi. soldi, yeah, go the the shkar, uh, shkarol? <laughs> is it shkarol? I think it was shkarol. I don't know what that is. Is it from oh. like a? Well, good. Well, thank you for for clearing up this with me because I watched uh, I watched Sopranos and they always use that word, uh, and that's the thing you don't you know. Maybe dialect. Maybe it's a dialect. I mean, every city has its own dialect, and for example. Um, I am not originally from Milan. I am from a city that's like 40 kilometers like east. Um, and they can feel my accent. It's different. Oh. And like in such like a small like radius, it changes. Like every city has its own dialect. Because it, so, it is pretty regional in the sense that each each city like has its own particular type yeah, of food. and like small town kingdoms. So everybody had their own kind of language. So like if my like my grandma from Rome talks to my grandma from Sicily, they just can't talk to each other. It's that bad. Because yeah, they don't speak. They didn't go to school. They don't speak like current Italian. They don't speak the actual language. They just speak their dialect in their city. Okay. Okay. So that's that's pretty intense. So you so you're um so what happens with you? Do you get do you get discriminated against in the, in Milan? Or are they like oh look at this tourist? Uh, I have been. I can fake uh, if, like, uh, I am in a very relaxed environment, like mindset. I can uh, clear my accent really well. But if I'm like getting emotional about something, like with the electrician the other day, some like dialogue thing came out, and he was like, "You're not from here," and I was like, uh, "Nope." <laughs> Uh, me. Like, I'm not. <laughs> it, it sounds like you're describing like he's trying to fix like he's in the, in the middle of fixing something in your in your house and then suddenly you say the wrong thing and he goes you're not from around here huh mm -hmm. it is exactly like, like that wow um that is that is rather specific are there um is it is it less friendly in milan is it a little bit more is it less less of the Italy that we understand, where people are just sitting around having a having a coffee, you know, have, uh, conversing? Is it faster? It's a lot faster. Um, uh, generally speaking, like in the north, you know, we have like worse weather. We 
have a lot of fog, we have a little rain, it's very cold. Uh, people do not have um, the full, like, Italian vibe, you know, like pasta, pizza, mandolino that you like, you know. Like, an example, like, my parents have been living in the same building for 21 years and still the neighbors don't say hi to each other. Very, very close, uh, maybe, like, very friendly, you know, like, if you're, you know, of course, walk into a store, you say hi, you talk to the people, but otherwise you try to, like, kind of avoid interaction as much as you can. Okay, well, these are these are the stereotypes that I'm uh, that I'm very interested in breaking. Then in that case, we're going to go more into that. Now we've got to go to a song. Angie, I don't mean to be rude, but we're all about the music here. That's fair. Yeah, it's fair. It's got, got to do it. Got to do it. That's, it's, it's the job. This is, this is, this is what they, they make me do. Um, this next song, uh, it is called Electric Lane. Love. Electric Love. Electric Love. Did I misspell that? <laughs> no, you misread it. <laughs> I may have misread it, and the thing is, I have a problem with my own handwriting. So, Electric Love <laughs> by, by an artist called Barry. Borns. By Borns. There we go. Now that is a song. Now that is a song title. I love it. Let's get down to it. You're listening to 102.7 International Poznan here with Max and and Angie. Of course, Angie. Uh, Buona sera and see you soon.
Buonasera e benvenuti a Posa Internazionale, il migliore show radiofonico della Polonia. Sono qui con Max e io sono Angie. That was brilliant. Buongiorno, everybody. You're listening to International Poznan here with Max and Angie. Uh, we're just discussing Italy, the entrepreneurial spirit, but also getting along with people in, this, in the city of Milan. Milan is a massive city. It's not the typical place where everyone's relaxing on the piazza. No, this is a place where business is done. Um, Money is being made, uh, but of course Italians do got to relax. We do, we do. We do have a very specific word for uh, after we eat, uh, which is not a siesta like in Spanish. It's a specific feeling, which is like the feeling of drowsiness you feel like after you've had a big meal, which is abioco. Abioco. Which is is one of those like words that you cannot translate like very well in our languages. And we use it all the time. I have abioco. You have a bioko. Uh, we have food comas in English. Uh, the uh, I guess in Polish will be called the spionczka gastronomiczna, uh, which absolutely is not. I just made that up. They're they're real words, but I made up the expression. Um, uh, the feeling that you're probably tired. What you do? You want? Do you take naps or do you do you go yeah, for a walk? The feeling where you're like. Um... Even if you're a warrior, you take your lunch break and you have like a business meal at someone, you sit back in your chair and you're like, abioko. And just like when you're like sinking in your chair and you're like yawning and coffee doesn't do it. Well, and well it's the whole digestion process you're going through, then it just goes away. What time do people eat lunch in Italy? Oh, like lunches are a big deal, which is meals in Italy is something like also like, um, you know, my partner had to get used to because, uh, he wasn't used to like the length of our meals. Like a business meal with your boss can last like an hour and a half. A business dinner can go up to like three, four hours. Uh, these business lunches, uh, is there wine uh, or are they just? Oh, yeah. 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 There is a, there's a full meal. There's like a appetizers. There's like Prosecco to begin with. There's a main pasta, main like entree, meat or fish. There's dessert. There's more wine, there's coffee, and there's something called sgroppino, which is a little shot of whatever the ha- that's on the house. It could be limoncello, it could be like grappa, they just like, sh- like, show the end. And, and this... And uh, go back to work. What, what, is the, what, what was the name of that shot? Um, we call it sgroppino, which is like, a, like the little thing the horse does when it wants to like kick you like off the... <laughs> Yeah, th- like an angry horse, like a rodeo horse. Yeah. Uh, Zgropino. Yeah. Zgropino, uh, so Zgropino is something that helps with the digestion. Um, when you drink Zgropino, do you drink the whole thing or do you drink it in little pieces? It depends on what it is. Um, normally, you just like take the whole thing. If they bring you like a little like cookie with it, you're supposed to dip it in and you just eat the cookie and then you like drink what's left of it. <laughs> This sounds delicious. It sounds good. It sounds like a medicine. Uh, so I, I highly recommend it for medicinal purposes. Uh, drink carefully, guys. Drink your sgroppino with respect. Respecta. Um, with, that, with that being said, uh, food plays a huge... Uh, it's a huge influence uh, on Italian life. Um, but also, I mean, you know, you're, you're coping with various ways of trying to relax. Life, life is life is annoying. Life is busy. We're all digital. We're all on our phones twenty four seven. You have two mobile phones. I do. 
Wow. Wow. One that's uniquely for work. Yeah. One's just for work, one's for play. Yeah. Well, for mom and dad to call. Yeah, for mom, for, for mom and dad to call. Um, it's, um, <laughs> when they want me to pick up, yeah. Well, um, what do you do? I mean, what, what, are, what are your strateg strategies? You know, I mean, uh, you know, you're switching off phones, you're, you're, you're kind of, uh, what are you doing to de-stress? Uh, well, um, first thing I do is try to like switch it up, switch my phone off, like not look at it as much. And like, I try to, um, not look at my electronics like before bed because I feel like my brain keeps like opening tabs and just, that doesn't help your relaxation. Um, then, um, I also, um, I was jogging a decent amount, uh, before it got really, really cold that, I mean, I'm not a fan of jogging, but, uh. Uh, I had to push, my, push myself, you know, when you work like all the time and not on a normal schedule, you have to fit something in and like I couldn't go to the gym because of the lockdown. So that had to be it for us at least. And then uh, I read, I had this book I read, um, it's not really a book, it's like an extra from a speech by Wallace and it's called like This Is Water and it's a really good um, read for, um, you know, just like getting your mindset back on your goals and stuff, you know? Yeah, things, things to keep you focused. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there was an excerpt uh, that you had mentioned um, about, and this was really interesting, a fish talking to another fish, asking, how's yeah. the water? Um, yeah, exactly. So it's, um, it's basically a story about um, these two fish swimming around, and the big fish, um, you know, swimming by the little, like, fish, and he goes, like, uh, hey, hey, kids, how's the water? And they go like, what's water? You know, like the obvious, you know, like uh, acknowledging what's obvious. And, um, you know, he says, I'm not here because I'm the big fish. I am here uh, to like make you understand that like your freedom of thought, like helps you choose what to think. So even when you're like in a really stressful situation, you think that everything is happening to you, you should be like able to handle your thoughts enough to like, you know, go back around like that's not only me, it happens to everybody, I can choose think like in a positive way keeping keeping your thoughts uh in the best possible perspective exactly exactly that um where um well with that said i like this i like this coping mechanism uh i reckon on that positive note we should go straight to a song and go to our next segment uh awesome all right well here here is another song and this one's by lord uh, that you mm -hmm. chose uh, the song yes. is by Lord. Uh, the name of the song is, uh, is this Angels? Magnets. Magnets. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> and Angie, uh, I promise you, uh, when, I, when you sent me the names of the songs, I wrote them down. And I thought, that sounds like a great song. And now I'm reading them as if for the first time. Well... I mean, it is a good song. Yeah, yeah but, it is a good song. Any name you give it, it's still a good song. All right. This one is not called Angels by Lord. This is called Magnets by Lord. Let's give it a spin. You're listening to 102.7 Internazionale di Poznan. Speak to you guys very soon. Never really felt bad about it As we drank deep from the light Cause I felt melting magnets, babe The second I saw you through half-shut eyes Smoke 
Buongiorno, buongiorno, buonasera. This is Massimiliano here on Poznań Internazionale and I'm here with Angie. Yes, I'm here. That, such excitement, such energy. I am very excited. I'm a little shy. Uh, Angie, the shyest Italian uh, in existence. Truly, maybe, yeah. Uh, and by shyest Italian in existence, still uh, as charismatic as they come, uh, you are, um, you're an entrepreneur, you have businesses figured out, you've traveled the world, we've lived in the same apartment, uh, we've, we've, we've seen, I think, about seven, eight different animals living in that apartment. Uh, my former roommate, proud to have you here back on the show, the greatest show in the history of Poznan. Uh, we were just talking about what Italians do to relax, also self-awareness, uh, keeping the mind uh, in a state uh, of positivity, um, but also a state of organization. You know, Italians, uh, they have a reputation for... Well, uh, 
what, what's what's that term called? La dolce vita. Uh, the sweet life, la dolce vita, bene. Uh, organizzazione? Uh, not, not, not so bene. But, but actually, you're here to prove otherwise. Yeah, uh, I do. I have experience like the work life here and the way things are organized, uh, especially after living abroad for a while. And uh, it is true. It is somehow an organized chaos because like, in a way things happen but on their own terms and with their own timing. So it's all like you're just guessing, you know, like, is this order going to come through? Is this company going to pay? Oh, really? You know, yeah. Am yeah. I going to get a fine? <laughs> Everything is like, you know, she's like, yeah, I may, I also may not, you know, let's eat lunch now. That's, that's pretty much how I, like, how I also, like, um, like live those, like, small situations. But uh, it applies to the way people do business, too. For sure. Yeah, is this um, when, for instance, uh, if they're going to, if they need to come over and check your uh, water meter in the apartment, uh, and the guy says, uh, I'll be there between 1 o'clock and uh, 1.30, uh, what time will he show up? Uh, I actually have a good story about this, because we just moved into our new apartment, and I made an appointment with a, you know, provider for, um, I think it was electricity, um, and uh, the meeting was scheduled. I drove here. I was in the apartment. Meeting is between two to five. Two to five. Okay, between two to five. That was the time, the schedule time. Yes, two to five is like all your afternoon. You know, it's a big, it's a big time slot. That's a like that's that. a massive chunk. You might as well cancel everything. I mean, exactly. And the guy comes by, doesn't ring. He's a little melt, saying that I missed my appointment. I was right there. You know. Oh, so he just shows up to the door, has a cigarette, and just goes back yeah, to the van. No, like you know, show the like he actually was there, leaves the evidence, doesn't ring, and leaves, which would never happen in the United States, for example. You know, they're like super fast with customer service, super you know, ready to like intervene. Here, just like yeah, from two to five, any time between that, maybe I will just not ring the bell or show up. Well, I, also I, an option. I'm imagining two different people in these two different countries. Both of these people don't want to go to work. On the one hand, yes, you have the American. Uh, it's probably Sally because it's always Sally. Uh, and what? Sally, or or what? Or, or who? Susan. Susan. Hi, I'm Susan. Uh, how can I help you? And you'll say, Susan, uh, I don't know, my my electricity shelf. Oh no, that's a problem. Okay, let's fix that. I am so sorry for your inconvenience. We're well, very sorry. Help you with that. Yeah, uh, can I just put you on hold and then uh, I can talk to my manager and we'll get that sorted, okay? Great. And that's great. And then you think, well, Susan really loves her job or she's about to go insane because nobody yeah. is that nice. Um, yes, I always bring that up. Yeah, it yeah. makes it makes me un uncomfortable actually. It it makes me a little bit like I feel tense uh, when someone is like from Microsoft or one of those American companies because no one wants to help you. Whereas in Italy, at least you know he's not gonna he's not even gonna act like he wants to be there. No, you can hear it from the tone of the voice. They just like don't want to be there. Yeah, they don't want to be on the phone with you. They don't want to be at their job, and so they just they're just there, and they make you like feel their discomfort too yeah which so. which in a way is a very good efficiency mechanism for businesses because uh 
you don't want to call them with something unless you're sure it's a problem. Like you don't want to like sometimes you call a place and you go like, "Hi, I don't know if the yellow when the yellow light is blinking, is that a problem?" And you know it's not a problem, but you call them. You're wasting someone's time. When you call that guy and you say, "Hey, the light is blinking yellow." You know that that guy you don't want to ask him that question. So yeah. so the problem solves itself. And that's not really. That's when like Italians don't call, and then the whole electrical system breaks down, and then it's like a four thousand year damage. But if the little blinking light had been fixed in the beginning, because the person like you know was gonna call and be like, "Hey, there's this little light blinking," it's like, "Oh, well, come and check." Sure. Um, you know what? That's let's just call that potato potato. Because, yeah. uh, because, uh, I tell you, because you're calling me from Italy, and Ita Italy somehow is still one of the you know major economies of the world, so something is working. Yeah. Don't tell no, me that it's. Do, yeah. No, we do have some major, major businesses. You know, major companies like multinationals. We have a lot of stuff working. Like, um, you mean fashion, food industry, car manufacturers. We have a lot of excellence. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. And that's the thing. I guess that's that's part of the. That's what makes Italy. Italy is the mystique. Uh. It's. Uh. It's. It's working. It's working. Um, I mean, yeah. Like. Uh, stuff gets done. Um, and then, you know, like, a, the, you can go to A to B in a straight line, you can go from A to B and like, a whole, like, set of, like, curves and, like, bridges and, like, obstacles, you know? But you still can get there. Um, Italy has gone through, um, quite a lot of, well, you know, the pandemic hasn't been great for anybody. Um, it's not a great thing. Not a positive subject. With that being said, Italians have made it, uh, made it work through their warmth, and their uh, their culture, uh, being oh, yeah, people singing on balconies and stuff. You know, we had a lot of that. Uh, uh, whole neighborhoods like gathering, social distancing, like singing, doing their little things. Um, yeah, no, we we've done decently okay. You've done all right. Um, I've heard of the the illegal grandmothers uh, having uh, oh, bingo yes. in the basement. Yes, so basically what happened is that there's like, um, you know, the granddaughter calls the grandma and doesn't find her at home, and it's like evening, and she gets worried, so like goes home, there's no one, calls the police. Long story short, grandma is at this like illegal bingo. Illegal bingo. Bingo with all, a bunch of like grandmas. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, did the police find this group of grandmothers playing bingo? Do they like have yeah, a SWAT team come in? I don't think they had, I think they had like a search team, I don't know if it was a SWAT team, but it was definitely something also, yeah, I think they called Carabinieri. Yeah, the Carabinieri. just like sat down with them and kept playing, you know, just like. The, yeah, I mean, what do you, what could you possibly do uh, to confront, I mean, obviously, you don't need the equipment to get rid of these people, you might as well just sit down with them, finish the game, that's the, that's probably yeah, the I mean, best yeah, weapon. They're, they're Italian grandparents or like, you know, elderly People do take their um, card games, bingo, um, karaoke really, really seriously lately, so. Yeah? Yeah. You uh, can call for bingo. If it's not a bingo, they will, like, kick you out. If What if I came in there, uh, like, during a match, and, you know, if I don't finish my bingo card, uh, what do you think would happen if I yelled bingo? They will just get extremely angry and ask you to leave. Like, there will be a riot. We used to do it when we were kids, like in high school, we'd go to like play bingo, be kind of like, you know, tipsy from like a few drinks and go to the bingo and then um, 
we would just scream like bingo and they'd get so mad yeah, that, that happens a bunch. All right. Well, that's see, that's that's uh, that's wholesome fun. I can condone it's that. It's like a, a dad joke, you know, like uh, you start playing bingo like at home at Christmas, and your dad's like uh, on the first number, he's like, oh, bingo, like ha ha ha, you know. I love I love me a dad joke. Um, I don't have any on me right now. All right, I'm 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 ending this segment uh, on that dad joke note. Uh, Angie, uh, this is a song called Il Mio Regno. Uh, I knew this one. I wrote this correctly because I found this song and you told me to write it correctly. So here we go. A typical, uh, an Italian song that I love, My Kingdom, In My Kingdom. Guys, let's hear it. You're listening to 102.7 International Poznan here on MC Radio with Maximilian. And Angie. All right, let's do it. Tu fatina che non vidi tu sei stata regina del regno che un giorno sognai e tu mio caro vecchio albero tu sei stato il castello d'un regno neppure lo sai d'un regno con un solo soldato cercava le streghe voleva cacciare assassate d'un regno che ogni dì riviveva i mille e mille e mille c'era una volta se non m'avessero detto fiabe sono storie non vere il mio regno avrei un regno con un solo soldato cercava le streghe voleva cacciare sassate un regno che ogni dì riviveva i mille e mille e mille c'era una volta se non m'avessero detto mai che le fiabe sono storie non vere, il mio regno avrei. International Poznań. Usłysz, jak obcokrajowcy widzą Poznań. Ragazzi e ragazzos, is that correct? Bentornati. Ah, that's great. Here on International Poznań, Poznań Internazionale, the greatest show uh, in syndication across the universe. Uh, We're number one in Italy, actually. We're already trending. Uh, Just hit like or subscribe, like us on Facebook, uh, including Maciek and Piotr Schulz's shows. Um, Here on International Poznan, I have here Angie. Angie from Italy, a good friend, a former roommate, uh, entrepreneur extraordinaire. Well, that was a great intro. Thank you, Max. <laughs> hey, uh, it, it had to stop at some point. I couldn't even stop with my own words. I just had to leave the silence for you. Um, 
Angie, you founded uh, Pink Pepper Creative. Uh, not your typical agency, right? It's not a. It's not a. It's not an easy time to to start businesses. Uh, not really. It isn't. Um, it is a little easier when stuff is digital. You know, we're yep. like a digital creative agency, and uh, this actually is an adventure for me too. You know, because I was already like handling a bunch of. Uh, strategy and marketing for like corporate businesses and you know professionals and this was like a this came from the need to you know broaden the audience and target you know more creatives more like women especially and also to give myself you know an outlet for um my creativity right because because knowing knowing you angie um you're a hard worker you're a crazy hard worker uh you you fulfill the stereotype of the, uh, you know, laptop uh, with the cup of coffee at the cafe, uh, angry at the screen. That's how I knew you. But you're not that. You're more than that. Yeah, I can't be in a coffee shop anymore. So. You can't be in a coffee shop anymore. Um, you, um, you, you really, you, uh, you really spoke to me with with uh, with the analogy as to what this is because you, um, you created a hobby. You created out of the job that you already have. Uh, you, you found what you love. Uh, and you turned that into a business. I did. Um, I got to the point where um, I saw my own challenges and somehow like I tried to overcome them. And I was like, I mean, people can use this, you know. Um, people can use like a already like set like a timetable to organize their time better. People can use some guidance, some coaching. They can use um, some like community, you know, and share their ideas and like um, you know free resources, you know. And I was like, that's what I want to create, you know. When I create stuff, I want to create a community. I want to create something sustainable, not only like you know for the environment with like an online store, but also for like you know the well-being of the people that will be in the community. Your um, your agency actually um, one thing that really stuck out uh, was um, uh, female empowerment, female brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are the, I mean, in in general, uh, female brands don't get as much representation. Is and I mean, I'm, I don't have to be the one that says it, but of course, to be like a woman that does business, you know, it takes up so much of your time that like it has to come with like sacrifices on their sides, you know. So of course, the men working are more than the women working. Um, that's just like statistics. Um, I think that like. Um, with this, um, you know, uh, for women, it's important to create a community. Women are um, more prone to, like, emotions, like, in general. You know, we're more emotional beings. So, like, uh, we're also uh, more out there, like, looking for help, you know. We can uh, somehow, like, not with happiness, but with, like, um, I made a mistake. I need help with this, you know. And, you know, being able to ask, like, a community, other, like, entrepreneurs that are female leaders, that's empowering overall, you know. And you feel like you're a part of something. Um, it's it's sort of a movement. Sort of, yeah, yeah. That's what uh, this is what it wants to be. Of course, it is like you know, uh, a creative agency. We create stuff. We like help brands, but we help them with a different concept. I'm not gonna do it all for you. I'm gonna start with you. I'm gonna guide you through the process. I'm gonna teach you how to do it. So like overall, with time, you can handle stuff yourself and learn more about all the different aspects of the business. Uh, and 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 this this is actually something that really um, a lot of, a lot of people are kind of exploring these ideas in a more holistic way. You know, um, uh, many many people are struggling in the midst of, of 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 the pandemic. So a lot of a lot of connectivity is really needed uh, between people. Um, what kind of advice would you offer for someone uh, wanting to start a community project, a business, a community minded business of their own? 
what's something um, that you would share with a, them? That's a really good question. Um, I, I always say, I always believe that you need to have a preset idea of what you imagine yourself like offering or doing, you know, uh, you can be all out there with all sorts of things. You have to pick one, define it, and then like go for it. And so when you find your target, you find your audience, you find someone that is interested in it, you know, it could be anything. It could be like, uh, there's a bunch of like spiritual businesses out there. Oh yeah. Spiritual, you know, such like an, such an emotional, you know, internal thing, personal thing. And there's people that share like, you know, similar interests and can, you know, connect like on a spiritual level and spiritual businesses. It doesn't matter how, um, weird people may think it is. If it's your target, there's a target for that. The world is like so diverse, you know, or it could be something as good as like, you know, a Photoshop class, or it could be like a, a little sustainable brand. You just need to have your idea, find your niche and then like put yourself out there, which takes a lot of courage because you have to put your face out there. And a lot of people need a lot of support and like love from the community before they like, you know, go all out there and yeah. put themselves out there with their business. So just get on out there however you can, basically. Mm-hmm. I love For it. Sure. I love it. Um, reach out to the community. Uh, do what you love. Um, and see what happens. Yep. Lots of free resources out there as well on the internet, you know. Also that. And, uh, Angie, the hero, making it happen. Trying to make it happen, huh? But uh, I will, I will, I will. <laughs> and Angie, Angie, the hero, founder of Pink Pepper Creative, uh, live from the center of Milan here on International Poznan. I'm going to end this show on this really, really super positive note. Uh, Angie, is there something that you'd like to share with friends and family out there? Messages of hope, messages of awesomeness? Family and friends, uh, which reminds me to call my mom back. Call, you, yes. call your mom, call your mom. And that goes for everybody. Like, call your mom. Yeah, like that is actually a very way to end. Mm-hmm. Guys, excellent. Well, in that case, uh, I want everyone to call their mums. Uh, I want everyone to like us on Facebook. And I want us to listen uh, listen to International Poznan next week for Piotr Schulz. Uh, big thanks to The Godfather, Maciek Kaltz, for starting this amazing production. A great big thanks to Agnieszka Link, uh, our producer. And once more, Angie, you're awesome. It's been great having you on the show. You're awesome. Thank you for having me. Mille grazie, mille grazie. And uh, arrivederci. Prego, prego. Ciao, ciao. Ciao.